Good evening, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the Matt and Matt O-Skill Train podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rochford, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts... Matt Zuzuha. And Johnny. How are you guys doing tonight? Fantastic, buddy. I'm doing pretty well. How about you, man? Well, guys, tonight is episode 32, and before we get started... Uh, I do want to go over some just quick merchandise stuff that we always do. So again, folks, if you want to get yourself a Matt and Matt O-Scale Trains shirt, coffee mug, sweatshirt, um, I will put the link in the show notes. Uh, I'm not going to give you the link now because it's super long. Uh, and thanks to our friend Maddie C, who created a website that uh, hosts various other, uh, you know, train pod, uh, I should say train podcasts, but other uh, YouTube channels and just trains in general. He's got all kinds of merch on there, but he does have one specifically for the Matt and Matt podcast. And if you use our merch code, which is M-A-M-P-O-D, you will get 10% off. Uh, again, I'll put that code in the description notes. And um, if you're interested in getting some merch, well, there you are. So now let's get to the main event. So tonight, gentlemen, we are going to be reviewing the recently dropped Atlas Premier Catalog for the winter of 2021. So uh, there are some really cool goodies in there. Uh, a lot of Amtrak stuff, uh, some F7s, and some various rolling stock. Now, we called in an expert to help us with some of this Amtrak stuff. And I want to introduce our guest tonight, uh, RJ, from the RJ's Trains YouTube channel. RJ, how you doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks for having on a crazy Amtrak foamer to talk about Amtrak tonight. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you know, it's definitely a big help to have somebody who uh, knows a lot about Amtrak, uh, who's a big fan of Amtrak, and you can kind of take us through uh, all the paint schemes and maybe what passenger cars go with what and, you know, all the little, you know, knickknacks and stuff about Amtrak. So we appreciate you having you on. Well, thanks for having me on, and I'm looking forward to going over it with you guys. All right. Well, cool. let's get right to it. So the way we're going to do this tonight is we'll just, if you want to follow along at home, uh, you can download the, the the PDF catalog. If you just go to uh, the Atlas website, uh, there'll be a link there. I'll put a link in the notes in the description too. If you just want like a direct uh, you know, link to the catalog, you can download right to your computer, bring it up, and you can follow along. So uh, I am on page two and three. Uh, it's just kind of like the introduction and the table of contents. Um, I'm not going to go over this. There's just, you know, if you want to look at it, feel free to go through it. Uh, Atlas made has a little spiel about, you know, welcome to the catalog. And they talk about some of the research and development stuff and some of the offerings. We're just going to dive right in uh, and start on page four, which has our very cool P42 Genesis locomotives. Uh, I'm going to just hand this over to RJ uh, and let him go down it, talk about the, uh, the paint schemes. And then, you know, anyone else who wants to jump in, go right ahead. So these are the old MTH premier line tooling of the Genesis locomotives. So they've, they've been made before, but it's really exciting to see them in these 50th anniversary paint schemes that Amtrak has announced over the course of the past year or so, uh, coordinating with their 50th anniversary. So, the first one that's right up at the top of the catalog is number 108, which is the Phase 6 Heritage Paint Scheme. Now, Amtrak 
doesn't technically have a phase six. The Amfleet and Superliner passenger cars are phase six, but there's never been a locomotive painted in phase six. So they painted up this one special P42 in anniversary of the 50th anniversary. And they are also painting the first six new Siemens Charger locomotives in this paint scheme as well. And then the rest of the new locomotives will be painted in phase seven. Uh, the second one on the list, number 161, is the phase one heritage unit. Uh, Amtrak already had a phase one heritage unit, number 156, but that was sent to the scrapper's torch earlier this year. So they decided, what the heck, we'll paint up another locomotive in the phase one paint scheme and call it a day. So that has the great pointless arrow logo on the side. Uh, the third one is the phase three heritage paint scheme, but this one is the dash eight paint scheme. Amtrak had about 20 dash eights or so. Today, they're only mainly regulated to yard service, but back in the day, they did see service on the main line pulling passenger trains in this Pepsi can paint scheme, as some Amtrak foamers like to call it, uh, and it's a real sharp paint scheme. And then just going through the last couple here, uh, we have the Phase 5 Heritage Paint Scheme, number 46. Interesting fact about this locomotive is that it was actually supposed to pull Biden's inauguration train. Amtrak unveiled it uh, the first week of January, but due to world events, the inauguration train was canceled. Uh, but that's why they chose number 46 for the 50th anniversary paint scheme and not engine number 50. And the last one, which is my personal favorite, number 100, which is the Midnight Blue paint scheme, is actually Amtrak's honoring employees unit. Uh, and I've seen that one in person, and it's really sharp. And rounding out the group of P42s, we have two Phase 5 P42s. This is Amtrak's everyday standard revenue paint scheme. And it's really nice seeing these back being produced because the MTH ones are extremely hard to find. Yeah, those are definitely hard to find. I've looked, the, <laughs> if you don't pre-order those things, uh, they tend to get snagged up pretty quickly, I noticed. Yeah. Are there any paint schemes here that really, uh, well, let me ask this uh, to the entire group here. Are there anything, any paint schemes that really stick out for you that you're just kind of like, I love that. I have to have that. Like, what do you, does anyone plan on pre-ordering any of these on the, uh, in the catalog? Yes. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, I'll, I'll take the lead for, for this one then. Uh, this is probably the item I'm most excited about in this catalog. I don't usually go absolutely bonkers for diesel engines, but something about the Genesis with the way that it, the lines, how it looks, is just, it's very sleek and modern, yet it has that American bruteness to it that I really love about the engine. I think the ones that I will probably settle on are going to be, oh, I'm a big fan of soda, so I'll probably get the Pepsi Can Dash 8 paint scheme. And I will probably consider, well, I'm really stuck between the Phase 5 50th and just a normal Phase 5. I might just get a regular Phase 5, um, not only for modeling a Amtrak consist, but also using it as uh, a diesel helper on my steam excursions, because that is usually a common sight. Um, but one of them that I really didn't expect to like as much as I do, it's got to be that Phase 6. I'm actually not the biggest fan of that paint scheme, but something about it, that maybe it's the way that the Atlas has it pictured, uh, makes it look super sharp. So maybe I'll have to do some rethinking here. But uh, definitely yes for me. I'll be getting the Pepsi can and the normal Phase 5. 
Awesome. And uh, how about yourself, Matt? I, I'm thinking. I'm. I mean, if my if my wallet would allow, I would do three. But I'm gonna definitely do one for sure. I'm definitely doing the Midnight Blue. That's not even a question. Uh, runner up would be the Dash Eight. And then one of the regular um, uh, revenue service numbers. I don't know which one, but the Midnight Blue for sure. I love that paint scheme. It's that's beautiful. That's the, the number 100? Yes, that's the okay. one. Awesome. Yeah, that one's, that one's really nice. Yeah, I like, mm-hmm. I like that one as well. Hey, I got I to gotta have something to put on while I'm listening to Lou Graham. So, you know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how about yourself, RJ? So... I'm indebted for at least two of these P42s. Um, I already have two. I have the Veterans Unit and the Phase 4 Heritage Unit from the last MTH run. So I'm going to go with number 100, the Midnight Blue Honoring Employees Unit. I've got some friends who are Amtrak employees, so um, and I've seen that one in person in D.C., so that's a really cool one. And then I'm also going to do one of the normal Phase 5 paint schemes because I can't just have three Heritage Units in my collection. So I'm going to go with number 175 uh, for the simple fact I rode behind 176 and 175 is closer to 176 than 173. Uh, if money allowed, I would probably also do the phase six paint scheme. I've seen that one in DC as well. Uh, that's a really sharp unit, uh, especially in person. So Johnny, if you think it looks good in the catalog, I've got some pictures for it in person that will wow you. But I think I'm probably just going to stick with those two, considering they're about $600. I see you're taunting me in my wallet again, RJ. I see it wasn't enough. Uh, you had a revenge for all the times I taunted you with a Burke and a PA at York. I see how it is. I'm just playing the long game here, Johnny. Eventually, I'll have to buy those Burks, and you can make fun of me that day. But today, I'm making fun of you over these Genesis units. I suppose it's fair enough. I suppose it's fair enough. <laughs> what now, goes around comes back around, Johnny. It sure does. That's very true. It's very true. Uh, I'm a little bit uh, uh, prone to that uh, that phase six as well. I, I kind of like it. Um, I like the the colors uh, with the red cab on top. Uh, it's 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 very striking for me. So I mean, I haven't like you know put any money down, and I'm not a hundred percent sure whether I will or not. But that's probably the one that I would get if I were to get one. But uh, I think they're all fantastic and and uh let's you know let's obviously be glad that somebody bought the genesis uh you know uh tooling from mth and the genesis continues to be made in o scale uh because obviously we're unfortunately probably never gonna see anything from well i shouldn't say shouldn't say anything from lionel uh lionel does have uh some um a smaller semi-scale ones coming out, but um, look, you know, everyone was looking forward to having some scale Genesis engines. And um, I'm really glad that Atlas bought the tooling for it and is now, you know, creating these really awesome paint schemes, working directly with Amtrak, coming up with really cool paint schemes. And uh, there's more to come in the catalog too. So uh, just some really quick details on these uh, folks. Uh, these all have ProtoSound 3 in them. Uh, so if you're used to having an MTH Genesis engine, well, this is pretty close to, you know, you're pretty much getting the same thing. Uh, they are now, you know, there is a bit of a price increase here. Uh, MSRP on these is $619 and 95 cents. 
Now, I don't know uh, if anybody else here knows what the pre-orders are on those. I think Mr. Muffin's like 560-something. Yeah, okay. Mr. Muffin's about the best price there at that 560 price point. Okay. Okay. All right, that's good to know. Okay, so that's not that's not all that bad. I think uh I think the MTH, I think they're when they made these last what were they like 479 or uh higher, I think they're 519. Okay, 519. Okay. So Something all right. Like so yeah. well, and just a couple other things to note is that I think Atlas has upgraded the tooling just a little bit. So there probably might be a couple of little extra handrails or paint swabs wherever on the locomotive. And also they're producing this in two rail for the first time. MTH never made it in two rail. So there's going to be a two rail option with fixed pilots for those guys out there. Okay. And if, if there aren't those extra handrails, then you send your Genesis to RJ and he'll painstakingly imply them on for you. Yes. <laughs> well, his address will be in the show notes. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, does anyone have anything else uh, about these Genesis locomotives? Uh, otherwise, we will move on to the passenger cars. I'm excited. I mean, I think, like, to your point, Matt, you know, you need to pre-order these. If you don't, you're basically screwed. I mean, these will sell out instantly. And you got to think, too, that these are paint schemes nobody's done before. I mean, yeah, the the revenue ones have been done before, but these heritage ones in scale, these are brand new. So it's like, if you want one, you need to pre-order. And I'll also note here that Amtrak is coming out with another specially painted non-heritage unit, P42, in January. But overall, the P-42s, they're on their last leg at Amtrak. And um, much like the Lionel Acellas, uh, you know, the locomotive's retiring. And who really knows how many more production runs we're going to get of these locomotives. So, no. yeah. so there might, this might be the last one. Hopefully, Atlas makes two or three more to get their money's worth out of the tooling that they just purchased. But you don't know the next time these are going to be made again, if ever. No, that's a that's a really good point, RJ. And I'm gonna kind of on a similar note for heritage units. It's kind of a thing where I've learned you really gotta get them when they come out, because usually it's a it's a one or done, one and done or one one two and done. Like uh, Matt Matt Zero there, had, and I have learned with especially with on a completely different type of heritage unit like the Union Pacific SD70s that came out years oh, ago. Yeah. You'll never see those made ever again. No. no, or or if you do, they're gonna be double the price on the secondhand market, and about you know a good increase in the production market if they ever come out again. Oh yeah, especially yeah. with Atlas. Atlas stuff. What what's ordered is what's ordered. That's yep. that's 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 what I've learned. That's it. Okay, and just so everyone knows, the. The pre-order due date for all of these is Wednesday, January 19th, uh, 2022. Uh, the expected or the estimated arrival date for these uh, P-42s is second quarter of 2022. Now, you know, I don't know exactly how on the mark that is. I mean, a quarter is, you know, three months. So, you know, there's a pretty big window in there. But uh, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see next year. I guess we'll see how many people actually do pre-order it, which I'm expecting there to be a lot, <laughs> um, especially with uh, 
you know, your point, RJ, of, you know, who knows how many more of these are going to do now. I mean, they could come up with some pretty wild paint schemes and I think people would still buy the Genesis locomotives, but, uh, but you know, there, there will be a time where they'll, will they'll definitely kind of retire these off. So, uh, all right. So let's go ahead and move on to the, uh, passenger cars. And, uh, again, uh, these are beautiful, but I am not the expert here. So I'll go ahead and hand the mic over to RJ. All right, guys. So be prepared for an Amtrak foamer overload. So uh, Atlas, in their infinite wisdom, decided that they were going to catalog fantasy paint scheme amphletes to match each of the heritage units uh, rather than producing prototypical paint schemes. Now, this might be because of whatever. They might feel that the normal Amtrak paint schemes have been produced so many times that they're out there on the open market for people to buy and they wanted to offer something different. As someone who collects Amtrak, I can tell you that the modern day Am fleets are very hard to find. But nevertheless, so if you're getting a heritage unit and you want to get a fantasy non-prototypical paint scheme to match your engine, Atlas has you covered. And I'm not going to lie, some of these paint schemes are actually really attractive. Um, just as a stickler for the details when it comes to Amtrak, uh, personally, I'm out on these. There is, however, one technically prototypical paint scheme, and that's the Phase 5 paint scheme that they have cataloged here. Uh, it was an experimental paint scheme used by Amtrak back when they were trying to name all of their trains between Washington, D.C. and Boston Acellas. They eventually dropped it in about 2002 because they realized that People were upset when they were buying tickets for an Acela and they ended up behind an AEM-7 and 50-year-old Amfleet cars. So by 2004, the paint scheme was covered up for its modern-day equivalent, which Amtrak still uses today. Uh, so in reality, none of these P-42s, and especially the Heritage ones, would have ever pulled any of the passenger cars that Atlas is producing. So if anything else, Atlas just jacked up the prices of the prototypical Amtrak paint schemes on the secondhand market. But uh, for those fantasy guys out there, Atlas has you covered. These are, these are pretty sweet looking. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I'm always kind of interested in sometimes, you know, fantasy paint schemes. Uh, you know, obviously if you're pulling the equivalent P42, you know, having the matching passenger cars, there's a, you know, there's a little bit of uh, organization going on there that you're kind of like, you know, I want, you know, I would love to have everything matching, you know, as I'm pulling my passenger cars uh, around my layout. Now, again, it's going to differ from person to person. Uh, I think I would probably, if I bought, you know, one of the P42s, I would most likely get one of the fantasy paint schemes to match it. Um, I think they're, they're pretty cool uh, for the most part. Um, how about you guys? I like them. Um, I think what I'm going to probably do is I'm going to get one of those P42s. Probably, like I said, the Midnight Blue is the one I'm really interested in. So what I'll probably end up doing is probably buying the uh, separate sale coaches for the Midnight Blue and then just running some regular um, prototypical uh, painted Amfleets with that. Run like maybe six cars, but have like two of them be the uh, fantasy jobs. I think that'd be cool fantasy jobs i like that <laughs> <laughs> oh and then uh one note real quick sorry to cut you off johnny is that none you. of these are plated 
And I don't know if RJ, if you wanted to comment on that real quick, but it's a kind of a letdown, at least for me anyway. Yeah, definitely a letdown for me. And I mean, in a way, I'm glad they're not doing it in phase 4B slash phase 6, which is the modern Amtrak Amfleet paint scheme, because I have the chrome-plated Amfleets from MTH, and they're really nice. But one positive that these Amfleets have over the MTH ones is that they have accurately painted interiors. So the interiors of Amfleet cars have gray seats and a lot of navy blue carpeting. And it seems like from the renders, Atlas is going to be doing that in these passenger cars. But the MTH ones, it's just that basic plastic brown, tan, orange. And uh, they look horrible. That looks horrible in person. So there are pros and cons to these Amfleets that Atlas is doing. Oh, oh for sure. And um, I'll, I'll hop in and, and add my two cents. Um, for, for what they are, these are actually some some very nice cars. Uh, if you if you're a Amtrak enthusiast and are a little bit more serious about your accuracy, like RJ, um, they're probably not for you. Uh, these are definitely done to match the heritage engines. And if you just want to have a little bit of fun and you don't mind just letting loose with a prototypica with being prototypical, these these cars will definitely suit you well. Um, they are very interesting paint schemes. Uh, if I had to choose, I definitely like the Amtrak Phase One Fiftieth. Uh, it's just classic uh, Amfleet colors with the uh, signage on the side, pointless arrow, 50th anniversary. That's pretty cool. Um, and then the uh, Amtrak Phase 5 is actually pretty cool as well. That, it just I, I like I like them. Uh, there's only a couple that I'm like, eh, I'll pass. But they are nice cars. Uh, the interior touch that RJ mentioned, that's something that you don't see very often. Uh, I actually watched RJ's video on his uh, P42 and cars recently, so I, I know what he's talking about there. It does stand out a little bit, so having that modern, sleek gray on the inside will help. But they're nice cars. Uh, if you're interested in those, by all means, go for them. Personally, it's not for me. I do like the classic Amfleets, but I probably want to get some more prototypical. And don't worry, for those of you who are not a fan of Amfleets and would like to get cars for your P42, there are more cars to come, so keep that in mind. And for those of you guys who want something for these P42s that aren't Amfleets but would still be accurate, like Johnny said, we're going to be talking about some passenger cars later on that also work with them. But uh, Amtrak also runs plenty of excursions with uh, private cars, which are just random old railroad cars for every single railroad that you can think of. And you could just string up a train of 10 passenger cars or 5 passenger cars that you have laying around and it's still completely accurate. So you don't have to worry about getting Amfleets in order to have this long prototypical train. More likely than not, you've already got stuff sitting around for it too. Exactly. Like that's the New River train is one of the examples of that. I believe that happens once in a while. Um, ever since they switched over to diesel power, I believe. You can definitely see uh, a couple of Genesis engines pulling a very long string of vintage uh, pasture cars. So RJ provides a very good alternative there for if you are wanting Genesis, but don't necessarily have the budget to grab uh, Amtrak coaches. He'll definitely have a chance to run them with something. So these are going to be offered in both three rail and two rail. You can buy them as separate sale coaches, and you could buy them in a four pack 
which is three coach cars and then a cafe car. Uh, so in case you want some cafe coffee, uh, you got a car for that. So uh, now the price for these, uh, the individual ones on the three rail are $124.95. The four packs are $499.80. Now, again, this is MSRP, so you can get that for a lot cheaper if you go through a dealer. Uh, the two rail uh, are a bit more expensive. The single coaches are $129.95, and the four packs are $519.80. You guys can correct me. I don't see figures listed on here did, did they mention at all they were that they were going to install figures in these i feel like there was a big controversy when they released the madison cars a while ago and those didn't have figures in them and people are getting pretty upset so if there weren't figures in those i can't imagine that they're going to be figures in these amfleets yeah i guess i guess we'll see i, I always thought that was a great touch and you know people especially when you're dealing with like the premier model of something like people kind of expect that. And, uh, you know, I'm one of them. Like I prefer, like, look, I can install them myself. I, you know, I can open up a car, I can install figures, but I just, I, I would rather not have to open it up and install figures. So I guess we'll see. So it's not mentioned. So just so everybody knows, it's not mentioned in the, the, the features that they do have figures, but I mean, that's subject to change. All right. So let's move on down. And uh, it looks like we have some pretty cool right up my alley F40 PHs. Uh, definitely been waiting for uh, this model to come along. Um, I can tell you I'm very happy to see the model. And I can tell you that I have some extreme disappointment as well. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so do I. And, and uh, you know, it, and I'll just kind of come right out right now before I, I hand it over to the group. Um, you know, I would have loved to see some Metra. So again, that's Metra M E T R A uh, Chicago F 40 PHs in the catalog. Now, again, I don't know Atlas's dealings with Metra or whatever licensing they have to do. MTH could have kept the licensing as well for all we know. Uh, so I don't know where that is in that. I, I, I think these are really cool and they look awesome. Uh, I would have loved to see a Metra maybe next time. So uh, with that said, I'll, I'll, I'll make my peace with it and I'll, uh, I'll pass this over to the group. No, I, I agree with uh, on the, uh, the Metro thing. I know I was really, when I found out that these were being made, the first thing I wanted was Metro. I'm not going to lie with you, Matt. Um, but in any event, I think the paint schemes they did choose are really cool. Um, the one that's kind of getting me going is that uh, New Jersey Transit. Just because it's something different, but I think they got some really cool paint schemes for everybody. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm I'm gonna hop on the the metro train here. No no pun intended or jokes intended. Um, I I am a little bit a little bit disappointed that there is no metro in here, but that's just because I'm biased towards metro. Uh, Matt R will know this. If I had my way, I would make this the the metro podcast. But um, no, it's, it's a little bit of shame that they're not there. However, the offerings are actually pretty decent. Uh, it's definitely geared towards more of the East Coast. And in all honesty, as much as I, Matt and I like our Metro, you know, maybe it's about time we let those East or East Coasters let them have their F40s, I suppose. Um, the New Jersey Transit's actually pretty sharp. 
I, I do like how that looks. Uh, the Phase 3 Amtrak is always a classic. You can't go wrong with that. Uh, Amtrak Phase 4, uh, that one's a pretty nice one too, one that you don't see very often, aside from the Rail King starter set. Uh, the MBTA is also another cool one, and then you've also got the Metro North, which is one that is very that very much stands out compared to the rest of them. It's I don't think I've seen that yet, but that's just because I haven't been looking. Um, nice models. Uh, you will have Proto 3 in these models as well, and uh, these engines are going to sound amazing. Uh, Matt and I both have Proto 3 F40s, and these engines are nicknamed Screamers. And the reason being is that they will be at the uh, eighth, what, notch eight, even at idle, just to keep the uh, power to the patch cars going. So when these things are sitting at the station, uh, you will be deaf. And MTH, with their Proto 3 sound package, you will be able to recreate that. I run my F40 on notch eight all the time, and it is as deafening as the real thing. So I'm very excited for these engines. I will not be ordering this run because I don't have anything that matches it. But to those of you who are excited and wanting to get them, you will not be disappointed. But my last thing I want to add in and kind of question is, uh, are these going to come with snow plows on the front? Because I'm not seeing any snow plow detail in the front of these engines. I saw them on the P42, but I'm not seeing it on this engine. So I don't know what you guys think. Uh, yes, a detachable snowplow is in the details. Oh, perfect. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. There, that, that there you go, Johnny. Breaks it. Yep. That that I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. That's some now you order detail. one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I'll order the snowplow. I'll order like eight. Of them. Oh, okay. Make an F40 out of snowplows, but no, that's a small detail that usually makes or breaks the look of an engine for me. So I'm glad it's included. Yep. So I'll I'll round off the thoughts here on the F40. Uh, just like the rest of you guys. I was pretty disappointed not to see Metra, but considering we don't know who has the MTH bi-level tooling, uh, I would have been fairly disappointed to see a Metra F40 and then no passenger cars to go with it. Uh, and I have a feeling that Lionel probably has something cooking up with Metra. So we'll see if anything happens there. Uh, phase 3, Amtrak F40. Personally, I'm not a huge fan of the F40s uh, in the Amtrak paint schemes. Uh, and I also can't model anything before 2011 in Amtrak or else I would actually go bankrupt. But Phase 3 F40 in Amtrak, that's the locomotive that saved Amtrak. Uh, the Phase 4 F40, probably my least favorite looking Amtrak engine ever. Uh, great to see a New York paint scheme in the Metro North. That Metro North stuff just does, doesn't ever get made. Uh, and the New Jersey Transit. So one interesting note about this model in particular, uh, and one of the catalog versions, 4,116. So that engine was used in helper service when Greenbrier 614 ran excursion services out of Hoboken to Port Jervis, New York. So that engine was often coupled with the engine to provide a uh, head-end power and everything else to the passenger cars. So I'm um, sorry to Sid if you're listening to this and you weren't thinking you were ordering any locomotives out of this, but that 4,116 would look great running next to the Greenbrier 614 if you've got one laying around. So, <laughs> so I have a quick question for you East Coast guys. Where, where might one find a Metro North F40 being run? So Metro North and New Jersey Transit actually have a shared line, the, the Port Jervis line. It runs from Hoboken to Port Jervis, New York. 
And at the New Jersey, New York border, uh, it switches over to technically being a Metro North train. And in New Jersey, it's a New Jersey transit train. So because New Jersey transit also has F40s, uh, they'll run F40s on the Metro North section and run them all the way down to Hoboken. So you can see them on that line. And they were generally used all across the Metro North system. You can even see it underneath the Catenary in New Haven. But uh, mainly it would stick to that Port Jervis line. Okay, good. Thank you. I appreciate that. I was just, I was very curious about where, where one might find something, uh, you know, an engine like that. It's, I, I do like the colors quite a bit. Uh, so, I mean, if you're looking at the passenger cars that we're going to get into here now, um, I mean, you could have a Metro North F40 pulling New Jersey Transit passenger cars, and it'd be 100% accurate. Ah, pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll finish up here with the F40s. Now, uh, again, they come in both three rail and two rail, uh, and they're the exact same price. $619.95 is the MSRP. And again, if you go through one of your dealers and you pre-order, you could definitely get that uh, down quite a bit. They are scheduled for the same arrival time of second quarter twenty uh, second quarter twenty twenty two. And just so everyone knows, again, the pre-order due date is Wednesday, January nineteenth, twenty twenty two. If you really want one of these, I would recommend that you pre-order one because F forties tend to go pretty quick as well. And uh, as far as features go, same features you would have found on a MTH ProtoSound, uh, you know, Premier F40. Again, these are, are the tooling and they have ProtoSound 3 installed. So if you want a good comparison, well, there you go. Except for, you know, some all the new paint schemes that Atlas is doing. Now, let's go ahead and move over to page 16, where we have some pretty cool Horizon Comet passenger cars, and I'm going to pass the mic over to RJ, who uh, can uh, give us a bit of uh, maybe some history on these. They're Horizon cars and Comet cars. Comet cars are very similar to the Horizon cars. Uh, they're just the commuter train equivalent, and Atlas thinks that they're close enough, so they're close enough. So the actual tooling is for the Comet cars, and the Amtrak are the Horizon cars. So Commuter agencies across the country use these, uh, but they made them to match perfectly with the F40. So we've got New Jersey Transit, uh, Metro North, and the MBTA. And we also have cab cars. I actually have three of these cars painted up for Mark, which is the Maryland commuter system down here in Washington, D.C. Uh, and these are really, really nice looking cars. Lots of extra details and great looking interiors. And on those cab cars on the, on the end, you actually have headlights and uh, windshield wipers and a little cab inside of the window, which is a really neat touch and adds that extra level of prototypicalness. And then onto the Amtrak Horizon cars. Now, these were typically found on short-haul trains, although they were used on some long-distance trains all throughout the country, particularly uh, in the East Coast, on the East Coast long-distance trains, because of the low height clearance. Uh, today, they're mainly found throughout Michigan on Midwest services. Uh, they're planned to be used in Mississippi for the new Gulf Coast service, as well as they can also be found in California and in the Pacific Northwest on the Cascade services during equipment shortages. But 
If you are looking for actual accurate Amtrak passenger cars to match with your Heritage P42s, uh, these Horizon cars are the perfect fit for you. And if you're not looking to break the bank on passenger cars, um, like the new Gulf Coast passenger service that's starting between Mobile, Alabama and New, new Orleans, uh, the early plans for that that's been up on like trains.com is two coaches and the food service car. So you only need three cars to and a P42 to make an accurate Amtrak train, which is a nice way to uh, keep the wallet close to your pocket. I think I'll come out and just say that if I get anything out of here, I would just buy one cab car just because I love cab cars. <laughs> I'll just, I'll put it behind something. I don't care. But uh, yeah, those cab cars look really cool. I wonder how, do they note how fully functional they are? I mean, besides like, like, you know, lights and stuff like that. Um, can you change the lighting on there? Like, can you change it to a so a, they like, push pull? Like, can you make it a lead oh. car and an end car? And they have switches underneath the car that control the lights. Okay, cool. So it is like the Metro cap car. Okay, yeah, because the Metro by levels have that switch underneath too, where you can kind of switch from a uh, from a you know when you're doing a push pull service, you can make it the lead, you can make it the the rear, uh, you can change the marker lights and stuff like that. So that's. That is really cool. I would actually, I'm very, very considering one of these just, and probably the, probably the New Jersey Transit one, I, I'd imagine. Um, that one looks really cool. Um, would I get anything else? I don't know, but, I, <laughs> you know, just to kind of have one would be really cool uh, just to kind of put in my fleet. So yeah, I'll send you, I'll send you a picture of mine and then you'll really have to order one. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm sure. All right. Well, I'm getting my card out right now. So, uh, all right. Um, so I just wanted, I just wanted to come out and say that I think that cab car looks awesome. I'll, uh, I'll pass it over to the rest of the group. You know, I think that, um, the highlight out of here is the cab car for sure. You know, when I first saw these, I think that it's really cool to have a cab car because with any of these, you know, push pull trains, you, you almost got to have one. So, um, these are really cool. I really like the, um, the, uh, phase five with the um, the blue stripe, that one's really cool. Uh, I like that a whole lot. So maybe we'll see. No, those are those are pretty sick. I I think I'm probably going to be getting my Amtrak coaches from here. So I am currently eyeing up the Phase Five Horizon coach. That looks pretty sick, and uh, it just looks great. I mean, it looks more model like than anything it looks more like wheel train like than anything else and that's what i like about these cars um i am slightly partially to blame that rj bought some of these already uh i i remember i was at work and rj was sending me furious messages via text about him trying to get these off a, a particular auction site but no no these these are these are beautiful cars these will definitely be i'm really debating on buying these face five horizon coaches uh, I don't believe these are offered in a four-pack. No, I don't believe they are. I think you have to buy them individually, which kind of sucks, but I, I can kind of understand that. But I do have a question for RJ. Oh, maybe I have an answer. So looking at the pictures here, so I'm seeing that the Horizon Coach has the has a well, comparing the food service car to the Horizon Coach, the trucks are different. Now, is that just a thing with the render, or is that actually accurate in real life? Uh, I think there's just a thing with the render. Okay. Um, you can't see it on the 
ones where you can actually see the physical model because everything's black. But I think mm-hmm. Atlas just outlined some stuff in white there to make gotcha. the details pop a little bit more. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, if that's the case, then I think I might just be sticking with the um, Horizon Coach then, uh, the Phase 5, though. The Phase 3, <laughs> I, I like that one a lot. So it's it's really a hard decision between which two I like. Um, I guess this will be my deciding moment, so I'll decide here on the podcast. But um, RJ, if I am getting the Pepsi can and the normal Phase 5, of the two, which one do I need? And realistically, without making me go bankrupt, how many of these cars do I need? Here's what I say for anybody out there who's getting any of the heritage unit and is looking to make an accurate train. You need two Horizon coaches and one cafe car. That's all you need. And right there, you have a 100% accurate Amtrak train. So that's gotcha. it's still 400 bucks. That's three cars. but I, that is the cheapest that you can do if you want to make a train out of Horizons and want it to be 100% accurate. Gotcha. Okay, so 100% accurate. I will only have a consist of two P42s and eight littlest pet shop tank cars. Gotcha. Yep, yep. <laughs> auxiliary tenders. <laughs> auxiliary <laughs> tenders. Yeah, we all know P42s needed a lot of auxiliary tenders. Yeah, for yeah. totally <laughs> prototypical. That's it. Now, That's cool. One thing with these is these were previously announced, so these are limited availability. Uh, so these are not a guaranteed pre-order thing, so you have to check with your dealer um, that you would normally order from uh, to get these. So it's kind of like whatever's out there is what's available. Good point, Matt. And just so everyone knows, too, these are all 21 and a half inch cars, too. These are full-scale length cars. And oh, the yeah. price... The price is actually not not that bad. I mean, so you're looking at 149 for most of them MSRP, and then there's a few that are uh, that are 159. The um, the MBTAs, I'm guessing, due to licensing, are ten dollars more. I, I don't no, know no. if that's accurate, uh, but look closer. Uh, new road numbers. Um, so it must be that they had to up the price to change it. Um. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. I, I don't. I don't. Get this, I don't get this pricing. Because I, the road I, number is higher, we're going to add ten I, bucks. I don't, to yeah, it. I think <laughs> it's. I think it's the licensing fee there. It's yeah. probably. Yeah, that's probably what it is. I'm guessing it's the licensing too. And then um, these are also available in two rail, and uh, the pricing is like it's like five bucks more uh, a car and, for the two rail version. And they're available undecorated. Yeah, uh, and. Um, I'm still undecided if I'm going to go in on these horizons. Uh, I guess I really don't have that much time to sit here and think about it because the pre-order deadline is in a week from today, from when we're recording this. Um, if I do, I'd go in for the two phase five and the one coach, but I really want to just order one undecorated one and then having custom decals made up for a mark set that i already have so we'll see probably won't order any of these but uh, really cool to see that atlas is opening back up this pre-order window for those people who didn't originally order them these are these are cool these are cool and i didn't realize that the uh the uh the pre-order date is uh a lot sooner than the engines are so uh make a note of that what what exactly was what was that date rj uh, so the pre-order deadline for these in the catalog is stated as December 10th. 
I want to say the Atlas wrap on the Train World live stream tonight might have said December 9th. I don't know if that was just a typo in the catalog or by him. But yeah, a, about a week you guys have because, uh, like I was alluding to earlier, Atlas actually announced these cars over a year ago and they're just now about to go into production. And so they, they got the catalog out just in time to give people a opportunity to reorder these cars. Okay. Good to know. And, and really for folks out there, just, if you are interested in these, just call, if you're listening to this right now and it's not December 9th or 10th, call your dealer right now because everyone's, every dealer is going to be a little different. So if you really want one, please call them and, uh, and work with them. So, all right. Uh, with that, uh, with that said, let's move on down to page 20. Uh, and here we have something uh, to my liking very much. So, and uh, we got some pretty sweet F7s with uh, their uh, respective B unit paired with them. And uh, these are pretty sweet. Now, I'm going to kind of point out right now that these are not Protosound 3 engines. These are all TMCC engines. Um, so, I, you know, Atlas had been making F7s before, so I'm guessing that they're just using the same... Uh, you know, the same kind of uh, practice that they have been doing when, when actually creating F7s. But uh, these look really cool. So we have a, a Chesapeake in Ohio. We have a Redding. Uh, we have a Southern Pacific uh, in, uh, looks like that, what is that, the, like kind of a gray and red? Is that what you call it? Or It's like a bloody, bloody nose. nose or yeah, yeah bloody nose style. Uh, I love and that one. We have the uh, black and white Southern. And then that Chesapeake and Ohio was in, a really cool blue and yellow paint scheme. I, I really like it. Uh, these are, these are really cool. I, I, you know, unfortunately there are no paint schemes uh, that uh, I'm attracted to, but I really love seeing F7s and catalogs. And, um, you know, these are great. If you, if you're looking for an F7, uh, these in, in Lionel, uh, or MTH hasn't made one uh, in a while, or you, you know, obviously there's a paint scheme here that, that you really like. Uh, I would definitely jump on these. Uh, what do you guys think? I think the, uh, the SP is beautiful. I love that light gray. That is, if that, if the thing is going to come out like the render, I'm totally in. However, I will say my one issue with it and I don't quite know why they're doing this, but these have TMCC and not Proto Sound. And I, if they had Proto Sound, I would already have my order in. I, I don't know why these have TMCC. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna hop in with you there, Matt. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit let down by the fact it's it's got TMCC. If it was Proto Proto Three, I'd probably hop on them a lot more. However, for those of you who are interested in getting them, still, you won't be disappointed. Uh, from what I've seen, uh, I've never owned one personally, but I have gotten a chance to see a couple in person. They are very ornate, very detailed F units. You will not be disappointed. And the paint schemes are absolutely beautiful. Uh, the Chesapeake and Ohio one is just so flashy. Uh, the Redding one is just such a, just a striking dark paint scheme. Uh, those of you who have known me from my YouTube channel and from the last couple episodes I've been on, I am a big Southern Pacific fan. I love the Southern Pacific F7. Uh, something about that that red nose just really pops out, and you can't go wrong with classic Southern as well. I mean, uh, RJ will probably be probably just cheering over there because I'm saying nice things about the Southern, but it, it's just such a nice and 
and sharp paint scheme. But these are these are beautiful engines, and whoever decide, whoever you guys out there who want them, you will not be disappointed. Well, I myself find myself to be a Southern man, <laughs> but I I was excited to see the uh, Southern F sevens in the catalog. My theory as to why they have TMCC and not Proto Sounds three is uh, because MTH still has their F7 tooling and they're doing it with ProtoSounds 3. Obviously, we know that the Atlas version has a lot more add-on details, but I don't think that MTH wants to give up the competitive advantage of having ProtoSounds 3 in the engine, considering that their F7s are being offered at the same exact price point as Atlas's. So um, I think that's why they don't have ProtoSounds 3. Supposedly, according to the Atlas rep tonight on the Train World live stream, the three rail versions are going to have ESU lock sounds um, sounds in it, which is uh, really interesting because that's like top of the line stuff in the HO and N scale world. Uh, I probably won't order any of these just because um, I have the two P42s that I'm going to order. But really solid engines, great details at a really great price point. Very competitive with the MTH F7s that were just announced. Uh, maybe these black Southern F7s will fall into my pre-order carts. Uh, there's a custom run of Southern F7s that MTH is dealing with a hobby store down in North Carolina. I'm waiting for the renderings on those because the black isn't my favorite Southern paint scheme, but we'll just have to see. Yeah, and you can, um, just so everyone knows too, these come in multiple road numbers. So you can make like an, if you want an A, B, B, A, uh, you can do that. You can have two powered A's. You can have a powered B. You can have unpowered B. So you can definitely kind of uh, mix and match here uh, as far as how many powered units you want and how many unpowered units you want. Uh, and like RJ was saying, like the price here on these is pretty decent. Uh, so the powered three rails are five forty nine, uh, and that goes the same for the powered two rails. They're five forty nine, and then the unpowered versions are all two thirty nine ninety five, and uh, these are MSRP prices. So like you know you're talking like sub you know you're talking high four hundreds and high maybe one ninety nine or something maybe, or like you know like two ten perhaps for for a non powered unit. Uh, I, that's, that's pretty, I would say that's really, really good. Um, I would definitely put that, uh, you know, if, if they, they made this in a paint scheme that I was attracted to, I would 100%, uh, buy a set from here. Um, but, uh, but, uh, they don't, so I'll just continue to wait. So, uh, that with that, with that said, I also have a Burlington Northern F3, ABA set that MTH is doing custom run for Berwyn. So I already, I've already locked that one down. So I probably have enough stuff coming anyway, but uh, yeah, really great pricing here. Again, um, these are uh, pre-order due date is Wednesday, January 19th. And the estimated arrival is the same second quarter of 2022. So, all right, so let's go ahead and move on and we'll just kind of like uh, move through these last couple of pages uh, pretty quickly. Uh, these are just standard rolling stock. Uh, you know, if you guys see anything, you know, please speak out. Let me know what you think if you're going to buy one. Um, otherwise, there's not too much to really talk on here. On page 24, we have uh, some uh, Cupola cabooses. 
there's the Chesapeake in Ohio. There's an Erie Lackawanna. There's a Maine Central, a Reading, Southern, and a Southern Pacific. Any uh, uh, any comments? <laughs> just quick note that four of these were made to match with the previously talked about F7s. And the other two were the main central and the Erie Lackawanna match 44 tonners that Atlas is about to release. So if you got any of those engines or you're pre-ordering any of these engines, then you've got a caboose to go with them. Yep. Very cool. Good to know. Thank I you. I really like that Erie Lackawanna. That's really cool looking. I like the Southern Pacific, but that's just because I like Southern Pacific. I, thought, hey, I slap that Fulmer. on anything and I like it. Yeah, Fulmer. I... <laughs> I like the Chesapeake in Ohio, but uh, I yellow and blue always looks nice for me. So, and these are about sixty six dollars, sixty six ninety five MSRP. Uh, so, uh, you know, you could probably get them in the below fifties if you pre order it from a, a good dealer. Uh, next page, page twenty six. Uh, okay, these are cool. We got we got some Atlas Premier snowplows. Uh, these this is a new Atlas O model. And uh, according to them, all new prototypical paint schemes. So there's a Canadian National, Maine Central, Milwaukee Road, New York Central, a Union Pacific, and then a, a Rio Grande. And these uh, M- uh, MSRP for $89.95. And, uh, you know, 031 curves, uh, they're scale, 148 scale dimensions. Uh, these are cool. I kind of like these. Yeah, I've got one of the old MTH Premier runs of this car. And um, it's a really nice car. Glad to see it in some prototypical paint schemes. If I didn't already have one, I'd probably order that New York Central one. But uh, well worth the money. And the old MTH ones sell for over 100 bucks on eBay. So it's really nice to see that these are being offered at a better price than the secondhand market. I like that New York Central one. That one's really cool. I'm I'm indifferent, so they're cool though, just not for me. <laughs> what? No snowplow for your ski train? No, I, I, I want my uh, I want my Vision Line rotary snowplow. Thank you very much. I was gonna say this is this is close enough. It's snowplow. Yeah, it just doesn't I, have a rotating piece. It looks like a caboose with a mouth, though. Well, yeah. I mean, look at the Long Island version that's not here. It's got a mouth on it. We need a Florida East Coast one. There we go. <laughs> for all for all that snow. And you get a lot yeah. of snow down there. You could it could push sand. <laughs> a sand plow. Yeah. Sand plow. Hey. Uh, uh, let's let's go ahead and move on. Page twenty eight. Uh, we have some uh, three bay center flow hoppers, and oh my gosh, it's a BNSF. All right, so we 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 found the BNSF in the catalog, folks. Finally. Um, <laughs> these are cool. Uh, Chicago Northwestern. It got a Grand Trunk Western. Missouri Pacific, Union Pacific, and Vermont Railway. So looks like we finally got the Midwest uh, represented here uh, with the uh, center flow hoppers. Um, so obviously for me, like um, that, uh, that BNSF one uh, has some interest for me. How about you guys? No Metra, no Metra center flow hoppers. Come on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, that, that, uh, that Missouri Pacific one, that one's, that was really sharp. It's a, uh, if I had to choose one, that one that one's pretty good. A good close second probably had to be that BNSF. I'm surprised you aren't interested in that Chicago Northwestern one, uh, Matt. That is nice. I do like that green uh, with that logo on it. It is pretty sharp looking. We'll see. We'll see. RJ or Matt Z, any uh, any comments on our uh, center flow hoppers? 
these hoppers, uh, it's not really what I model. I really like the Vermont Railway hopper, but uh, I'm going to pass on this just because it's not not really what I model. Mm, I like the BNSF. Those are cool looking. Wouldn't mind grabbing one or two of those, but after that, yeah. These uh, do have multiple road numbers. They uh, MSRP for about $79.95. There's also a four-pack. So you can get a four-pack for $319.80. And again, that's the MSRP. Uh, these are all obviously scale and, uh, you know, 031 curves. These are pretty cool. Uh, there's also two rail edition uh, as well for like $5 more. So, all right, let's move on down. We're on page 32. And we have some 50-foot footer all-door boxcars. So we got some uh, looks like British Columbia. We got uh, Champion International. We got David J. Joseph Transportation. Uh, someone will have to let me know where in the world that is. Uh, we got uh, Mas Masonite Corporation. Wow, they, they really went uh, with some uh, very unique railroads here, didn't they? Um, Simpson Timber Company. And Triangle Pacific. So, uh, any uh, any comments here? These are out there, that's for sure. These cars, though, the, these are just as hot as those snowplows. These go for big bucks on the secondhand market. These are really cool, so I'm excited to see these back. Atlas really went for it with these first MTH Premier Rolling Stock offerings. The high cube box cars in the first release, uh, those were really sought after cars on the secondhand market and now with the snow plows and uh these all-door box cars they're just going for it personally uh i don't need any more rolling stock in my collection and my girlfriend said that she'd leave me if i bought another box car so i'm gonna pass on these <laughs> but um they're they're really nice box cars and i would get your hands on one while you can because these are going to sell out quick I am indifferent towards them, so hey, someone else can buy them, and I get to sit here with my basically empty wallet. With your with your P forty twos. With my P forty twos. Yep, uh, these are uh, about seventy nine ninety five MSRP. There are two road numbers available in each one, and again, there is a three rail and a two rail uh, uh, version as well. So, and on page thirty four, we have these Atlas O Premier crane cars, and Atlas is. Um, uh, basically flashing us with the new Atlas O model and the all new prototypical paint schemes. So we have a Clinchfield, we have a Kansas City Southern crane car, uh, we have a Nickel Plate Road, which is kind of cool. We have a Rio Grande, we have a I this a Black Bonnet Santa Fe crane. I, I I'm not really sure, but uh, uh, and we also have a Western Pacific. So um, it's not really a Black Bonnet Santa Fe crane, but uh, you guys know what I mean if you see it. Uh, these are pretty cool. Uh, I like crane cars. I have a Santa Fe TMCC crane car, the, the zebra stripe crane car with the boom. But uh, if I didn't have that, I would definitely look into one of these. Um, these all always look kind of cool on a, any kind of layout where you're kind of have like a, like a construction scene in the background or like a side track where you're doing like train work or rail work or stuff like that. Any, uh, any comments? Really glad to see that Atlas is bringing these back. Uh, in all new, never done before road names by MTH or paint schemes by MTH. So really looking forward for those guys out there who wanted to get these road names in their collection. No, they're definitely very, very cool cars. Um, I probably will be passing on these, um, mostly because I'm actually more of a fan of the Lionel ones like Matt has. 
just I I rather shout the extra couple but extra couple bucks to get the functionality. But if you just want a nice crane car to go in your layout, sit in the siding, be on a work train, this is definitely a good option for you there. A plus one on the Lionel. I, I the MTH or Atlas, whichever, are cool, but the it's all manual. There's no command with this thing. Whereas the Lionel, all the hooks, the boom, the cab rotates, all that stuff is all through the remote. Whereas this, it's all a little lever on the side of the car. It it just it doesn't get used. So yeah, I'd much rather do the um, Lionel. But really cool that that uh, you know they're offering that um, nickel plate is really cool. I like that one a whole lot. But you know if if you want the functionality that this really isn't for you, but if you just want a nice you know uh, crane and tender that this might be for you so by all means if you like it go for it yep and these are uh 89.95 for the msrp uh and again there is a two rail uh version as well uh moving on i'm not gonna stay here uh, for too long it's just the matching crane tenders for the crane cars um not much to say here these retail for 79.95 so, I mean, it's going to cost you, you know, basically 170 ish uh, dollars MSRP for a uh, matching uh, crane and tender. Um, you know, if it's if you want it, go for it. You know. All right. Uh, let's move on to page 42, which is actually something that I really uh, kind of interest, interested me when I first looked at the catalog. So uh, we have these little scale test cars and there is. Um, a Burlington Northern, there's a Chicago and Northwestern, a CSX, a Jersey Central, a New York Central, and a Norfolk Southern. Uh, and this is probably the one certain certain item that I will be getting out of this catalog is I'm definitely going to get a Burlington Northern scale test car, uh, without a doubt. Like that's the one thing, that's the one certain item in this catalog that I, that I am going to pre-order Uh and uh, these are these are just really cool. I don't know. There's just something about them. Always cool to have like a little test car. Uh, how about you guys? It's gonna look like you're gonna have a little lemon on your on your layout. It's got that bright yellow and and green, so it's gonna be like a little 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 lemon. Little, better uh, if you ever review it, better have a glass of lemonade in your in your hands, Matt. <laughs> I will make sure I have that. <laughs> <laughs> They're cool, you know. MTH hasn't done these since the late '90s, so to see this coming back is really cool i'm probably gonna get a new york central um but these are really cool so i'm really glad to see these yeah i'm right there with you matt really excited to see these recataloged i've only been able to stumble across one of these in the wilds at a train store so i really like that new york central one so maybe i'll order it maybe i won't but just generally glad to see that atlas is bringing back this really old mth tooling that hasn't seen daylight in a while Gotta yep. say that uh, that Chicago Northwestern one's got a really interesting color choice. You wouldn't expect gray and red on a Chicago Northwestern. I expect that of Southern Pacific. So that's uh, that's definitely a unique color choice there. I would say the same thing. Yeah, if that was Southern Pacific, it'd be a little more believable. But CNW, I don't think so. Well, it's according to Atlas, it's prototypical paint schemes. So, all right. So these are uh, a decent price of $60.59.95 MSRP so you can probably get them for the low 50s uh maybe high 40s depending on uh, who you go through uh and uh yeah def definitely ordering one of these myself so 
Uh, all right, so page 44, uh, like Atlas did in the last catalog, uh, they're introducing some um, some kind of special holiday cars. So in this one, they have a 4th of July uh, commemorative model, and then they also have a Happy St. Patrick's Day one. And uh, this kind of goes along with their, they had a Halloween and a Christmas one, right? Last last catalog. Yeah. And, and Thanksgiving. Going, oh, Thanksgiving. Yes. Thank you. Oh, yeah, here you go. Yeah, right here. Uh, joining the previously released Thanksgiving or Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas um, and St. Patrick's Day offerings. Yeah, are these ones. Yep. And that uh, Independence Day with the, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe the New York City skyline. Mm, yeah, uh, I'm definitely going to get that one for sure. Plus, it's got one world trade in it. So how can you, you, you almost have to get that. Yeah, I mean, a proper skyscraper, unlike some other ones out in Chicago. But uh, really, really cool car. <laughs> I so think now we should uninvite RJ from the podcast. Just, uh, just saying after he dissed Chicago, <laughs> <laughs> you're off. He's done. Uh, now. So it is. Uh, it looks like it is. It says uh, FRD 1776. So I guess this is a bicentennial car. So are you gonna cave and add it to your bicentennial collection, Matt? <laughs> no. Even though it says New York, because it says New York. If it said Chicago, you'd be all over it. Yeah, but you know, I want I want to eat real real pizza. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, then you should be coming out to New York. So, uh, okay. this is that's it, Johnny. <laughs> get your, get it's your a, bags. It's a fight. It's a fight. That's why we invited you, RJ. We need this New York versus Chicago battle with you guys. So this was actually a a ploy to discuss pizza. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, so moving on, uh, it just. There's not much left in the in the catalog here, folks. I mean, we have some some parts, <laughs> so uh, you can order some parts if you want. You're just uh, gonna disrespect the old MTH traffic lights like that. Uh, okay, I will hit. So there Come are some on, oh, so the Atlas O vehicles, uh, which are actually pretty cool. On page uh, 46, there's uh, some construction vehicle there. So there's like a crane. Uh, there is a or a timber mover, I believe. Yeah, they're making a uh, Herbie. They're making Herbie. I have Herbie. I might I have, have, I might have to get myself Herbie. Yeah, that's a remake because they made Herbie before, and I actually have a Herbie uh, on my layout. Uh, I think they made a bunch of these already. They're, I think they're remaking them again. So uh, on page 48, I don't want to uh, you know upset RJ, so here's your stoplights uh, that you would like to see. Uh, here's your, uh, on page 49, we got some road signs and some telephone pole sets. Uh, we got some bridges on page 50, uh, 51. We got some, um, the motorcycle gang. Uh, I actually have a couple of those guys. <laughs> and to round out the catalog, we have some, a bunch of MTH parts. So there's a Z1000, uh, Z1000, just the brick by itself. There's an AIU. Uh, some cables, and then there's a Wi-Fi interface unit, and then the uh, the DCS Wi-Fi Digital Command System number two. That's basically the TIU and the WIU put together. So, and uh, that pretty much ends the catalog. Uh, gentlemen, any final thoughts about the catalog tonight? Well, personally, I'm just really glad to see that the Amtrak P42 Heritage units are being done in O scale. Uh, certainly something that I have been really looking forward to. Kind of disappointed that they aren't doing accurate AM fleets to go along with it, but hey, I can live. 
And for the rolling stock out there, uh, really nice to see some of these things come back after being gone for quite a while. So overall, not a huge catalog like a lot of people were thinking it was going to be, but certainly it was a, a very good catalog for a lot of people out there. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, gotta say, my favorite, you know, I, I know we got the Genesis and all the cars and all that, but I mean, like, those traffic lights, though, I mean, the highlight of the catalog. Um, <laughs> no, I, I am a big fan of this catalog. This is, I think, my favorite Atlas catalog I've seen so far, at least in the past year. Um, the Genesis is definitely the engine that I am the most excited for, the passenger cars. Uh, this is probably going to be my first Atlas pre-order, so pretty hyped there, but um, lots of good stuff, and if you are into Amtrak, this is the catalog for you. So, loved it so far. And I'm going to kind of go along with the crowd here, especially with Johnny and those P42s. I mean, you know, if you want Amtrak, this is your catalog. I mean, the uh, Heritage uh, 50th units, whatever you want to call them, um, RJ will shoot me because he knows the correct term and I don't. Uh, <laughs> but uh, in any event... Um, uh, this is really cool, and uh, I think, like I said, for Amtrak fans, you know, you want it, go get it, pre-order it, or or else you probably won't get it. But uh, it's a really great catalog, and I'm really excited to see what Atlas has planned in the future. Yeah, and just so you know, guys, that those traffic lights are in the Phase Four paint scheme too. So, <laughs> oh, thank goodness! Yeah. I was going to harass the Hatless guy on the Train World live stream <laughs> if they the were PS3 in the Phase or... Three. PS3 or Legacy? It, or are they TMCC? Yeah. They're, they're both. It's oh, a hybrid. wow. <laughs> hybrid, a traffic light hybrid. <laughs> Brass hybrid. Anyway, so, anyway moving on. Uh, so, yeah, just to kind of, I think everybody said it well here, um, is if you want uh, to order anything out of this catalog, we would suggest that you definitely, if you're going to order one of the P42s, you would need to 100% pre-order those like jump on it, pre-order it now. Uh, those are probably the hot ticket item. I mean, they're in the front of the catalog. They're on the front of the catalog for a reason. They're the hot thing uh, going, you know, for Atlas right now. And uh, if you want one, please order one. Uh, otherwise th for me, there wasn't too much in the catalog. Uh, a couple pieces of rolling stock for me, but uh, that's okay. Um, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm just happy that Alice is, is making stuff and we're getting options, right? Cause the more options in this, uh, O scale industry, the better for us, the better for the consumer. You know, if more people are making, uh, engines and locomotives and rolling stock, uh, and everything else in between, then that's, it's good to be a consumer then because, uh, you know, we want, we want options, right? Uh, very happy with the catalog that Atlas produced and um, I look forward to uh, seeing their uh, their next catalog. So, all right. Well, that ends the uh, catalog review show tonight. Uh, now, uh, with all of our guests, um, RJ, before I get to where people can find you, uh, I do want to let folks know that we will be doing an official interview with RJ. So, you know, we can get the actual scoop on who this person is that just mysteriously just appeared in our in our podcast chat. So, uh, but uh, yeah, we will for real be doing an interview with him. We definitely want to get him on and, uh, and uh, kind of uh, find out uh, what makes him tick. So uh, with that said, RJ, thank you so much for, uh, you know, giving us your time and coming on the podcast and, you know, obviously just being there as our kind of uh, Amtrak guide 
in this uh in this catalog review because um you basically taught me a lot of things about amtrak and the different paint schemes and stuff like that so i really appreciate it well thank you guys for having me on it's always great chatting with you guys really looking forward to the sit down full interview and just not some random long islander coming on and foaming about amtrak and i i hope you guys the listeners learned a little something about amtrak I'm I'm certain that they did. So with that said, RJ, where can people find you on the internet? So you can find my YouTube channel if you just search RJ's Trains in YouTube. Um, comes up. I have a little white, white, black logo. And then on Instagram, you can find me at RJ.Trains. And that's all my social media. Excellent. Uh, Johnny, where can people find you? You can find me on YouTube at Audamus, A-U-D-A-M-U-S. You can find me there uh, screaming at inanimate, inanimate objects, getting hit by boxes, generally foaming about trains. You can also find me on Instagram at Audemus underscore trains, where you can reach out and talk to me. I'd also like to give a little shout out to our listener, Clay Fulcher, who reached out and said that, reached out and told us what he thought of the podcast and shared his story with us. Uh, we'd love to hear from everybody. So if you'd like to get in contact with myself, uh, feel free to hit me up on Instagram. I love talking to folks about train. So please go ahead and do that. Excellent. And uh, Matt Z, how about you, sir? You can find me on YouTube under Matt-Trainlover9943. I'm also on Facebook under the same name. And yes, uh, to our uh uh, friend who reached out really appreciate it uh please keep the feedback coming absolutely we love hearing from from uh, definitely our listeners listeners of the show here now i can be found on youtube at west chicago model railroad uh, i'm on facebook and the same name and i'm also on instagram uh, under wcmrr now uh with that said uh the if you'd like to get in touch with the, any of us on the podcast uh all of our information is in the uh, show notes. Uh, we, uh, you know, our email address. Uh, we're also on Facebook. Uh, we have a YouTube link. Uh, we, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, and uh, our, our home base of Podbean. Uh, we are also, uh, for those out there, if you have Spotify or Amazon Music, uh, you can just go ahead and uh, search us up on there. In fact, you can even tell your smart speaker. Uh, I won't say that name right now because I don't want to activate anyone's smart speaker. Uh, but uh, obviously, uh, you can tell them to uh, play the Matt Meadow Scale Train podcast, and hopefully, we pop up for you. Uh, now, with that said, um, folks, uh, thank you for listening. We really appreciate everyone's feedback and uh, everyone's ears, right? You know, we appreciate your ears turning on our podcast, listening to us talk about trains. Uh, there are plenty of more topics along the way. We have some special guests in January. That's going to be amazing. So uh, please stay tuned. And uh, folks, have a wonderful night. Take care. See you guys. Bye. And um, I will pass this uh, right back over to DJ. Uh, tell oh, my welcome, God. DJ. Hold on. Oh my DJ. god. Hey guys, <laughs> I love subways. <laughs> <laughs>